Welcome back. My name's Kenny. I'm here with Matt. What's going on, brother? What's going on, guys? Uh, how was your guys' week? How was your week, Kenny? Uh, I, good. I went back to training. I was off the week before that because I had that back injury thing. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I took like a, I, I went that Monday two weeks ago and I was like, I need to take the rest of the week off just hoping that that would help. And it did. Trained all last week. Uh, three days, no issues, no back issues, no back problems, no no like sharp pain in the back or anything like that. So pretty good. Got some good training in. I like I said um, last week, my left knee had been bugging me. Yeah, from like I tried to open a guard, my I was like, what the hell happened to my leg? The good knee. I made a I made a, a little post about this. Um, well, I tweaked my back. I did a comp class. If you saw follow me on uh, Instagram. Busted my eye, got a black eye, got a black guy. There's nothing wrong with that, but I had a black eye, E Y E, and um, my tweaked my back, got lapel dragged to the to the devil. How'd you get the black eye? Um, just trying to pass. You know, I'm hands on the pants, and when I pass Toriando or whatever it was, I always leave with my face. I come in hard, and there's something they're waiting for you. He high knee shield, you know, just oh. ran into his knee, you know, okay. just, you know, um, the guy's like top five in the world, you know, Helton. So it's like, it was just a fun class just to get your ass whooped. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. I knew like when I tweaked my back, I was like, oh, I kept rolling that day, but I was like, this is going to hurt in the morning. <laughs> and then sure as shit. When I woke up the next morning, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, you know, it was cool during class, but as soon as I chilled for a little bit, then I was real stiff. This is why I made that video. I was like, I had this knee injury, and the key to recovering from a knee injury- Was to get a different injury? Is just to get a different injury. <laughs> so, yeah, if you hurt yourself, if you hurt your back, my knee didn't hurt anymore. So the key is just to keep training, because like- <laughs> My your injuries just transfer in this game. You're always gonna have something <laughs> wrong through. I was like, well, I guess. And literally, I swear, my knee has not hurt a day since. No shit. I swear. I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't hurt no more. If I can hold off. Well, you say purple belts when the knee injury comes. So, I've got a I've got a, a year and a half. You got some time before it shows up. So. It, it comes and it, and you know this is true because you're like we were taking pictures and stuff you're talking to jb you're like oh so your knees oh yeah my this is gone this is hurt and you're like wow dude like every time kenny talks to some guys the purple is like, yeah my knee's kind of you know it's the truth yeah, yeah it is the knee injury belt to That's me hilarious well the funny thing is when i think when we posted the clip about that there was a shit ton of comments about people co-signing it yeah there's my, literally my mission they were like, what, what was what did Matt Vega bring to jiu-jitsu? He brought awareness of the purple belt pimps, and he brought <laughs> and he brought awareness to the purple belt knee injury. That's what it's gonna go down for you. Like you're like, oh dude, this guy is seven time world champion. Here, 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 Gordon <laughs> Ryan, this, this guy invented this guard. Black belt Keenan giving purple Cornelius, belt. Dude, what did Matt do? He fucking brought awareness to purple belt pimps and he brought awareness <laughs> to the uh, you know, injury of the knee of the purple belt. So that's pretty much what my claim to fame so far is in jiu-jitsu. So I don't know if that's a good thing or maybe I just need to like improve <laughs> and get known for something. Else. I, I will say this, the, uh, the purple belts, anytime we post a purple belt pimp meme or fucking clip or something like that, they love it. 
Oh yeah. They're tagging each other in it. So yeah. Well, and the reason why, I mean, it's true. Right. First of all, it's true. Like there's some truth to everything I say about these purple belts, but it's also when I'm making a post about a belt or I'm trying to shit, like you shit on a blue belt, like a blue belt meme. Right. That's low hanging fruit. Yeah. Purple belt. That's an attainable belt for people. So they feel like, oh, even if they don't share it now. Right. I could be there and I'll share it. In a, I'll share it in a couple months. Right. Right. Like you share like a black belt post. I think it gives blue belt something to aspire to, too. Right. Like, oh, like, shit. Yeah. The game so comes like, with the like, purple belt. Uh, yeah. Go, the black belt has purple energy. Yeah. Black belts have purple belt energy, guys. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Okay. But like <laughs> I'm just saying, like, just go after the purple belts need something, bro. And what, are, what do you guys do? You guys are savages. You know, train all the time, train, still living at home sometimes, banging broads. You know what I mean? Moms, kitchen, teaching kids class. Marab. Yeah. Marab's got to be something. Something came across that guy's feed where he's like, come on, man. We all know who is the leader of the pimps movement. Okay. So Marab, that's cool. Hey, man, it is true. But like, purple belt steer girl, that started here. That started with me, and that started with the BJJ Balance podcast. So, uh, everybody else is welcome. It's not a claim yeah. to fame. It, it, it's just a un, it's a secret that everybody knows about. I just try to bring awareness to. <laughs> just shining a little light on <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. So, anyways, I've been training. Training was good. Um, brought some crazy rounds in on last Thursday. Oh, man, the Sonato guy. Yeah, I can't figure him out. He just wrecks me. Um, I've so. seen him do that too. A lot of ponchos, black belts. Uh, don't, don't, yeah. That, well, dude, I remember uh, watching um, Scott roll with him one day. Mm-hmm. This is like maybe six months after Hanato got here. And Scott's looking up at him. And he's like, I don't really know what to do right now. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I, was, I, told, I was told like, so I was like, dude, I rolled with him one time. We went some crazy like. We roll. It was an intense round. Boom, boom. Crazy scramble, 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 scramble. We scrambled for like three minutes. It was a five-minute round. It was like a three-minute scramble. He ends up in side control. I look at the clock. Ten seconds has went on. So it wasn't three seconds, three minutes. It was only ten seconds, but it felt like three minutes. And he's just smashing me in side control. He's laughing. <laughs> he's ho, 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 ho. I know we've I know we've briefly talked about him, but let's just give the guys flowers right now since we're already on it. This guy... Is built, I've said this before, he's built like a fucking Marvel superhero. It's just unfair. Uh, he's His like body type. Six, like six, three, six, four. Right. Ultra shredded. Looks like a Brazilian Colossus. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, and he's like 45. Like, what was that? I always say this about uh, Yoel Romero. Yeah. What was this motherfucker like at 28? Yeah, no shit. No shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm having, I can't. I was trying to roll with him, and I'm like, okay. I went standing with him, of course, because that's what we do. And I was trying to do the, you know, the takedown. He pulled guard on me. He's one of the few bigs that does pull guard and murk your ass. So he pulls guard on me. Couldn't figure out that. Couldn't pass it. His guard retention's freaking grips. Everything is just top, top tier. So I'm like, okay, maybe. So I'm talking to Ponch, and I was like, hey, maybe I'm gonna pull guard on him next time. Get to my lasso shit. Poncho's like, no, 
That's worse. Don't. <laughs> hey, he said, don't do that. That's worse. Well, I was like, well, fuck it. Whatever, dude. I'm disobedient. I freaking pulled. I was like, because it wasn't working. I can't pass. And uh, so I pulled and, you know, it was worse. It was fucking right. It was fucking horrible. But I love that. I love that I can even 15 years into the game that I can still absolutely go in there and this dude makes me feel like a blue belt yeah. now he's been a black belt for 15 years right so i am a blue belt right right he's been a black belt as long as you've been in the game so if i've been in for 15 years right and, and i go against guys two years he's a blue belt that's right. what it feels like right he's 15 years longer than me so i am a blue belt to him right and the climb so it just feels good that like these guys are out there still i don't know like, crazy. Like, so somebody had commented on the Connor meme that you had posted mm-hmm. that uh, Connor McGregor, because people were talking shit about Connor being a, a black belt, and he said Connor McGregor is an athlete first, and he will smoke the majority of black belts out there in a jujitsu competition. And I said, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" No, man. Come on, you're not. You're not in a jujitsu, strictly jujitsu grappling. You're not. Yeah. Now, if you want to say in an MMA fight, maybe because yeah. you can sprawl and brawl. Like we saw, um, Adolfo go against Chris Curtis a couple of months back. Yeah. Adolfo was the guy when I was coming up, a guy I'd watch on jujitsu. That was the guy, that was the guy I'd follow because you know, I was what Bashesha was doing was not in my wheelhouse. So I felt Hadolfo because I like the way he passed guard. I like a lot of his stuff. So I was like, oh, you're going against Chris Curtis. He's just going to, he's just going to take him down and have his way. I put money. I was like, Hadolfo, easy. I rolled with Chris, you know, whatever. I was like, this is Hadolfo. <laughs> I put money down. Chris, he could, Hadolfo could not take Chris down. Chris's jab was too good. Chris's hands were too good. He got to the cage, could not get him down. Chris put fucking hands on him and fucking worked Adolfo over. I think he stopped him. Not sure. But uh, I was like, shit. Like, now that's different. If you right. want to go fighting. Right. But if it's just pure jujitsu. We, we talked about this back in the, um, the uh, interview with Noah. We were talking about the ADCC and, and, you know, how there's blue belts out there that I, I genuinely feel that there's competitive adult blue belts out there that would probably smoke Connor in grappling. Just grappling, yeah. yeah, for sure, yeah. For so, sure. so to say that Connor, just because he's athletic, is going to smoke the majority of black belts. That in a Helena match. girl, I'm yeah, talking about. Oh yeah, okay, oh no. yeah. Her jujitsu is top tier. top tier, and she's and blue belt. You telling me if she got in a jitsu match with any chick in UFC, she's not winning? Yeah, most of them. I well, I watched her at um maybe McKenzie the ADCC in um. Not the Long Beach one that was this weekend, but the the Orange County one, and I watched her smoke uh, a adult, uh, you know, I I think brown belt and black belt women in the competition smoke them like no contest. This girl was phenomenal. She is top tier, dude. Like, yeah. I what is she gonna be like in ten years? Ten years, yeah. She could be the goat woman right. grappler. Now you would say maybe her and Mackenzie Dern in jiu jitsu, yeah. It would be like the, maybe the only girl in UFC that can maybe give her like 
a fight. Maybe I'll give the slight edge to McKenzie because of the the, the pedigree. And strength. And I, think, strength I feel like McKenzie's and, really strong, too. And, you know, she's won world titles and all this stuff. Right. But uh, this girl's like 16 or 15. I think barely. She might still have teddy bears in her bed. I don't even think she's <laughs> you know she, saying. Like, I, what the heck is going on here? Yeah, I, I don't think she's uh, she's been a blue belt maybe a year as well. Like, I don't even think it's been that long. Like, it's yeah, not she, it's not like she's on the cusp of purple. And now she's with Donaher. Yeah. And his mad scientist ass. Yeah. And she's getting, you know, knowledge from Marigali and Gordon. And, right. So it's like, dude, I mean, it's just a matter of time before, you know, in the next five years, you're probably hurt. That's probably going to be. Right. The only thing that can stop her. There's only one thing that can stop her. A purple belt. A injury. purple belt pimp. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's the only thing that's going to stop her. Otherwise, you know. You got work, boys. Blue belt's coming up. Purple belt pimp's the only thing that's going to stop Helena. Because I think, you know, the sky's the limit. She's, dude, she's f- f- fantastic. I seen yeah. her rolling at a Jiu-Jitsu World League. Oh, and really? she dressed up as a Power Ranger. Like, literally. I was like, what is going on here? Like she looked like one of those people that like I don't know if you've seen TikTok where people are just like they pretend like they're robots. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck that is. The NPC. They're like, oh, cool. Huh. I'm like, what am I watching right now? But I like literally watched for like 30 seconds. I'm like, oh, they're winning. I was like, that's what. I was like, I'm in. I was like, thanks for the rose. I'm like, she was like dressed like a Power Ranger, looking like one of those people, and then she just out here, and I'm like, who's this? And the Power Ranger. I'm like, man, you better. I didn't even know who she was at the time. Uh huh. And I was like. If you wear a crazy rash guard, you better be the shit. Or you wear something real crazy, like the people who wear like the jort rash guard with the freaking like like a farmer and stuff. I was like, you better fucking handle your shit. <laughs> oh yeah, she backed that shit up, dude. Yeah. Fucking, you know, fucking triceratops, fucking Power Ranger, <laughs> whatever, dude. Like, she fucking killed it. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like, hey, no Zord needed. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Also, we need to give a shout out because last week we fucked up, Kenny. We fucked up two weeks ago. I put a thing out for, you know, grappler, tag a grappler that, you know, no one knows about who deserves more of a following. And we completely forgot. We dropped the ball. And the New Year's got us. So, I want to give a shout out to Brandon Keel. And uh, I think it's um, at B Keel Jiu Jitsu. Um, He's a professor up there, I think, Ottawa. Yeah, Canada. I knew he was in Canada. Canada. um, Has a school up there. So, shout out to you. You got tagged a lot in that post. Um, Looked at your stuff. Competes a lot. IBJJF. He says he's going to come out of States this year. So, shout out to him for, you know, just doing the thing up there. Bringing jiu-jitsu. Bonjour, my friend. (laughs) Congrats. Uh, Shout out to him. That applies, folks. <laughs> that applies. <laughs> so, hey, new uh, UFC last night. 297. 297. A lot of people in my DMs. I don't know why. Uh, but but um, UFC 297, half sleeve. Every fucking girl. Yeah. The, the girl walking out, the security, everybody had a half sleeve on that card. I thought the... Best fire of the night, obviously the main. We'll get to that in a second. But I also enjoyed the Chris Curtis fight. That was a good fight. That was a good fight. And I enjoyed the um, the Arnold Allen fight, too. With the hand on the ground. Knees, yes, hand. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that. I mean, so I mean, it was an, it was a good card. 
Uh, what was the one with um, but that girl fight? Hey, the Neil Magny fight was kind of a Neil Magny fight was pretty sick too. Dude, I had him just. I'm like, dude, he's getting his ass handed to him. Da da da. da. This kid was just. I'm going into the last round, and I had. I'm not sure. I can't remember who he fought, but Marlowe, Mike Marlowe. Yeah, and I had Marlowe um, by decision. Once Marlowe was like on, plus five hundred. Yeah, he was and, like a favorite, like or he was minus five hundred. Sorry, and he was doing the thing until that last round and. Fucking a! If Neil didn't just capitalize he, on that, so shit. I did he take the back and miss it and end up on bottom? I'm not sure, but there's a thing I say: you don't want to. If you're competing, don't jump the back. Yeah, if you're too high on the back and you miss, next thing you're on bottom. Now, Neil Magny's the kind of guy who can stand on his own hands. The guy's got hell of a reach, right. so he just put leather to chin, dude. And next thing you know, he's cooking your ass with. You know. And dude was just burnt. He tried multiple head and arms and whatnot. He, uh, he tried, a, I think, a guillotine or something like that. His arms were burnt. So burnt. by the time Neil Magny got on top, he had no strength to frame. He was just, <laughs> yeah. Neil, Neil played that like a fucking pro, dude. Like, like an saw, experienced veteran that knew what he was I for. saw a meme today from, I think it's called, it's a, a little meme account um, at Straight Arm. Uh-huh. And uh, they under a thousand followers, so... At straight on, follow him, hook him up. Uh, made a meme. It was pretty funny. Uh, it had like Marlowe just pff, gassed, laid out, sprawled out, and it's like when you're a twenty-something-year-old white belt and uh, you go against a purple belt with three kids in a four hundred one k or something like that. I was fucking laughing. I thought that was pretty fucking funny. I'm gonna actually, if you go to uh, Os Nation Threads, I don't know if you guys have a Threads, but I have a Threads. If you go to on the threads, I'll re I'll repost it there so you guys can see it and give the guy a follow. But that was pretty funny. Two ninety seven. Okay, so who you got in the main event? First of all, Red Dildo Night. We're gonna get to the women's main event. That shit was whack. <laughs> okay, I um I had Drickus by I think I had Drickus second round knockout on the verdict. So not because I wanted it. I wanted Sean to win. Okay, but I. I, I, honestly, it was XP. I dumped all, I dumped 600 XP on it. I just thought it was going to be, if he knocks it out in the second, I'm going to get paid in XP. So right. I went that um, I picked Sean to win. Um, and I had Sean winning by decision. Put all my XP on it by decision. Because um, I thought, like, you know, I think it's going to be. DDP's is going to be, you know, he's hard to get rid of. And I think it's go the distance, which yeah. it did. But I did score Drake is winning. Um, I had Sean winning round one. Drake is winning the next three, and then Sean winning five. Um, just because, you know, the takedowns, and you know, some people like, oh, the octagon control or whatever, I, right. he, or like he didn't do nothing with the takedowns. It may be so, but, I mean, I thought, that, you know, that was like the most significant parts of the round. I thought I gave I gave the second to um to Sean because the eye started to close up. Like he was doing damage with that jab, man. Sean's jab is fucking something else it is good jab so um what's next do you think you know we're gonna let sean run it back what's next for sean what's next for drickus is drickus gonna get izzy i saw well izzy posted something a picture of him training i obviously he wasn't training at that time but i think it was a you know saying like i'm coming back i think i think izzy thinks he can beat drickus and i, I don't know. know i don't know man i don't know because look at I think Drake is going to take him down. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think they. I think they should run it back for Sean. And given that Dana's feelings on it, I think that may happen. 
If Sean wants to. Sean's white hot right now. Yeah. He's like went from. I, I made this, this uh, comment last night. Sean has the same appeal that um, Nate Diaz has. Right. Win or lose, his star just gets bigger and brighter. People are going to love him. Yeah. He's a fan favorite. And he's got that. Yeah. He's got that. Like, I don't care. He's got almost like a Cowboy Cerrone mystique now. Yeah. Like yeah. Cowboy Cerrone never won anything. Always one of the most popular fighters. Oh, yeah. So he's right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know I agree. I mean? So, and he's got a world title to his name now. Yeah. So, you know, and, you know, former champion, it's always going to be when they announce him. So, yeah. you know, sky's the limit. I think, you know, I don't know if his eye will be ready for 300. True. Oh, yeah. He did get that cut. It's a real bad one. Said so yeah. he got a headbutt, you know. So, um, I think, I think they should let Sean run it back. I think that's what Dana probably wants as well. Um, I think Izzy. I I don't know. I don't really see him having much of it. How, how do you? Uh, but I, but here's the looming dark horse in that whole division. I think Hamzat comes in. And I think Hamzat could fuck most of them up. I think Hamzat fucks up Drickus. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. What What was the What was one thing that you noticed different about Shantz last night? Um, he, his pressure wasn't the same that it was on his. You got him walking backwards a little bit, which yeah. is hard to do because he likes to be a bully in there. Um, but he didn't have. He had Alex in his corner. Yeah, but it was the different Alex? Different Alex. It wasn't Alex Rahati. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. And I think Alex has always been. Alex was there, but for some reason he didn't walk out with Sean. I don't know. I don't know what that was about. But <clears throat> if anybody don't know who Alex Rahati is, Alex Rahati is his oldest coach. He also trains at our gym. So I don't know what's the story of that. Maybe I can get the scoop. But I guess if Alex Pereira wants to be in your corner. Right. You'll be like, hey. I, I liked the uh, the corner talks, too. I, I think um, Sean's coach did a good. Oh, dude, he's great. Yeah. That, motiv- that motivation. Um, I, it was funny to listen to Drickus's corner. They're just like, even after the first round, they're like, he's tired. You could see it. And he's, Sean's standing there, like not breathing heavy or anything. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking he's about? He's sitting down on the stool. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you guy ain't tired. <laughs> He ain't tired. I did think like Sean looked a little tired, like the fourth. Yeah, yeah, a little more gas than we're used to seeing him. But I, obviously, going backwards, you get more tired than you are when you're pressing the fight forward. Yeah. So walking backwards is a lot more tiring. He's so good at chicken kicks, though. Oh, I know. God, dude. I know. Yeah. He predicted. He he would just he would lean back like he, he's so good at seeing you project your punches. And he, I think he just knew like the kicks coming, so he would just be ready to check it. You know, the only thing he was still was that left head kick from, Dr- yeah, Drickus. He hit that a little bit, but besides that, like, it took Drickus like three rounds before he could start touching him. Did you feel the judge or the judges, the announcers were a little biased? I really felt like DC and um, oh god, what's his name? Oh, uh, Cruz. Yeah, were really. He's getting closer. Like in the first like three rounds, they they were just hyping up Drickus. Like I didn't see. Yeah, I'll give him the third round, but it's not like he did a ton of damage. He just got some takedowns, and Sean kind of like backed off a little bit. Look, but I really felt like they were leaning he, into the. In my opinion, did you think the UFC really wants Sean as their champion? I think you just signed Bud Light back. You just. <laughs> I think popularity wise. He went ham on that woke reporter right. the day before. Like, I I think as a fan, we love that shit. Dana, but, made, Dana made a, um, 
in the press conference last night, somebody had mentioned Sean and I think one of the reporters said something about putting a muzzle on Sean or something like that. And Dana went off a on leash. Yeah. He's a like, leash. Yeah, yeah. He's like, this is freaking, we, we want freedom of speech is what right. we do, which I agree with hundred yeah. percent. They're fighters. They supposed to be a little wild, but, uh, I think as your champion, like you're not going to send Sean to sports center right. or you're not going to send him to PR. Right. <laughs> he's not, I don't know if he's just PR friendly. Like, Hey, this is champion. We're going to send him to the boys and girls club. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Here's the thing, little shit. You know, like I don't, I don't, I don't. My yeah. wife made a comment last night. She goes, "I hope, I hope that with Sean's newfound fame, that he uses it for some good, and maybe opens like a gym for kids that have been abused or something like that." That'd be good. Wouldn't yeah, be a bad idea. Um, because kids are the kids are what are important, and I kind of want to talk about kids in jujitsu today, and I kind of want to talk about. Helicopter parents, because I went to a wrestling tournament a couple weeks ago or last weekend, saw my little cousin, uh, wrestles here in town and, uh, I'm go. I have to go to my car. My daughter wanted something out of the car. I'm like, great. So I go out to the car and I just see this parent from another kid from another team just going off really? on their kid. This kid is like seven, eight years old. And he's just like, why are we here? That was embarrassing. What are you doing? Wow. This dad just lighting this kid up. And, and I was like, dude, like, Oof. you think this kid's going to want to wrestle when he's 15, 16? Yeah, no what shit. are you doing? What? Like, like, I just kept walking, but I was like, that was, uh, you look like an idiot, sir. Like, like, and it's, it's, you always see these parents in the stands or in the, in the bleachers. Well, during your kid's practice, and they're getting, you can look at the, like you always see the kid looking up there. And why is the kid always looking in the stands? Because they're like, I want to make sure my dad's not mad, or I want to make sure, you know what I mean? Like, right. and it's like, if you're, just let the professors teach your kids. Right. Like, if I put my daughter in jujitsu, and I know she wants to, uh, and I feel like she's always looking up at me, like, mm -hmm. am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? I'm going to have to leave. And I'm a black belt. Right. Like, I don't want to distract her. Distract her. And I don't want her to, like, these are your coaches. Let them coach. I saw on another podcast, someone said, like, hey, um, if you think you could do better, Marshall, why don't you come roll with me? And I'll put you in that position and see if you could get up. Or right. See if you could. Like, I think parents think they got it figured out and they don't realize how tough jujitsu is. Like, quit being helicopter parents. Leave your kids alone. They're trying. Hard. No one kid wants to lose. They're all trying hard for their in front of their parents. I see. There's enough pressure already there being in the match. You don't need the added pressure of are you going to disappoint your parents? You're handcuffing your kids because, and this happened to me when I was in high school. Okay, um, we had a very. Well, I played basketball. Believe it or not, we had a very um, Bob Knight very coach would throw chairs and like no real shit. strict coach like yeah. he was like a loud yelling and he would like strike fear and the kids on the team like you can't do this you can't do this um you can't shoot from here like you don't like whatever like everybody was afraid to, if you made one mistake you're out you're on the bench like what he did was he took the freedom away he took the freedom away of me of me or other players on the team 
this is what you're doing for your helicopter parent. If you're a helicopter parent and you're always in your kid's ass for fucking messing up. Right. That kid cannot explore and develop his game into something else. He can't evolve his game. He's not going to go for an arm because he wants to play it safe. He doesn't want to miss. He's not going to go for a switch that, or, or something. He's not going to, you know, practice. Right. He's a child. Let him make his mistake, mess up, lose. And so he can learn on his own. Like, well, I tried it. I missed it. I better not do that next time. But by, by yelling at him, he's just going to shell up and be very safe. And if you're very safe as a kid, you don't develop. Because they don't want to run the chance of repeating that mistake again and going through that same. I don't want to drive home and have my dad just yelling at me all the way home. Right. Like, so, so because of that. How about don't live through your fucking kids too. You know what I mean? Like one, if you already played the sport and being a parent to a child who plays a sport is where your career ended. Like maybe you aren't the best advice, you know, or if you are that great of a coach, go fucking coach team. There's a time and a place. Right. You know, like I've said, I do the 24-hour rule. We can both cool down and reassess ourselves. But, like, right. I'm never going to be the guy who just lights my kid up for doing something that I put him in. Right. You put him in wrestling. You put him in jujitsu, And he didn't. He probably didn't want to do that. And you put him in because you thought it would be better, the best for him as a, to become a man, to become, become a character. strong kid, yeah. to become a good you know, strong, independent girl. You put them in this martial arts. Now they're doing what you wanted them to do and they mess up and you're going to light their shit up on the way home and yell at them and tell them how bad they are. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. Like let the coaches coach because I guarantee you this. If you have a good coach, when your kid loses, what are they doing? They're hugging your kid and be like, you did great. I'm just happy that you're out here having right. a great time. You gave it a shot. You gave it a shot. And if you're a parent, it's like so mad that your kid lost, you're pathetic. And that's little dick energy. You're going to shut your kid off from it too. You know I mean, now your kid's going to hate it. Yeah. He, he went from maybe enjoying it and being down on himself like, fuck, I, I like this and I lost. So I already don't feel good to where they're going to be like, well, fuck this. You know what I mean? Like if. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah. Screw yeah. this. Like, so why? you put your kid in them to develop or in the sport to develop some character. Your, your wife or your girl is going to yell at you again right. for being that dad. Hopefully. Because this is why women don't want, they hate dads who are like this. Right. If your kid messes up in the game, your dad like, who, no one likes that guy. That guy's a fucking douchebag. Sadly, he probably acts that same way towards his lady as well. So yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah. You know, fucking a man. Oh, what a, what a bummer. Fucking bullies, you know? Yeah. Speaking of bullies. <laughs> why is Mikey Mukime, Musumechi yelling at us, dude? <laughs> oh, my God. This dude's like, I hate bullies. <laughs> Just going straight. I'm going to take his lunch money. Going Hulk Hogan promo on us. Like, blink. It's blink twice if you're okay, Mikey. The guy didn't blink once. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And then Keenan Cornelius, you know, follow, yeah. follower, uh, came. <laughs> Keenan Cornelius came out and said, I think Mikey's being the bully. Right. Because this guy's just making jokes on he's, a podcast. Yeah. He's a streamer. He's, yeah. He's just, he sits in front of a computer, <clears throat> talks to a webcam. He watches clips that are viral and he gets commentary on them. And that's all he did. And he was making jokes. And he even said, I was like, you'd fuck me up. Yeah. So, like, 
you're being a bully. I, I kind of agree with Keenan. He goes, even if we fight, he goes, what? He goes, you're a, a world champion. I'm a guy who trains boxing sometimes. Yeah, you're you going to fuck me up. Even if we did an MMA fight, you're going to take my leg and rip it off and beat me. He's just like. Not, you're right. Like, I don't. I. I, I <laughs> he's I, like, what are you? What are you trolling me right now? I get what Musumeji was trying to do. Right. Yeah. I get what he's trying to yeah. do. Like, you know, he did. And like I said, if you make a public opinion, someone has a right to make a public opinion to respond. Yeah. And Musumeji's just responding to what the guy said. Yeah. So he had all right to do what he did. I think. I think it. I don't know. It's it's hard to. I'm I'm trying to like play different scenarios out in my head. And I'm like, if Mikey hits him up directly and it's like, Hey, if you have an issue, then like, let's settle it. Then that seems like maybe he actually was like offended by it. And then the guy, the other guy already won. Cause I hurt your feelings. It, it, it's just, so maybe he played it the right way by the best way that he could have played it is not respond just because yeah. he's Mikey Musumeci world right. champ. He doesn't need to respond. Right. He's the freaking the belt holder for freaking uh, one. You know what I mean? Like, in <laughs> defeating legends. Right. You don't need to respond. Right. Your resume speaks for yourself. There's right. no need. Like, saw a video of him doing some kickboxing uh, posted yesterday. He's, he's a good man. It's always the awkward ones that are fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he kind of, he's the reason, like, even though the pros of homeschool, <laughs> he's the one reason why like that's like one of the reasons why i don't want to keep my kid in public school you know what i mean so but uh yeah that was wild dude. i was like what the hell's going on here i was like of all people coming crazy a lot of his videos are very serious he comes in he's like hey guys i'm like whoa dude take it down dude yeah so yeah why is mikey messi musa mechi yelling at us anyways fan questions or questions fan questions fan questions sounds good uh, steven graham bjj Underscore mm -hmm. um, consistent pod watcher. Would you rather be trapped in the matrix or the Lord of the Rings universe? Oh, it's easy. It's Lord of the Rings for me. <laughs> it's Lord of the Rings. Do you go back with the knowledge that you have? I'm an out of shape black belt with bad knees. <laughs> yeah. The, the knowledge, the knowledge, the knowledge you have on what, if I'm in Lord, it's Lord of the Rings for me. Cause I, I'm be, I'm be hundred percent. I don't know if you guys have never seen the matrix. Really? Never. <laughs> I can't nah. speak for the later ones, but the first two were good. And everybody's like, Three. they're so good. Yeah. And I tried to watch one like a year ago. I was like, all right, let's fucking watch this shit. And it's like all these tubes in this freaking, I'm yeah. like, what is going on here? I'm out. I, was like, <laughs> I think, I think it was almost one of those, like you had to be like, it, it, it's a period movie. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Like you had to have watched the matrix when it came out. Cause it was like, nothing was like that. You know, no, no, there was no, oh, movie it's like, like a time period. It's not like when your chicks on the rack, though, the matrix. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> So, I mean, so I'm in crappy. the 90s, get the heating pad, put yeah. fucking Neo on. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Keanu. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I think, it, I think it was just like, there was nothing that had come out like that at that time. So it was like, oh my God, you know, in the nineties. Mm -hmm. And now there's a, a nostalgia attached to it that if you watched it then and you watch it now, it takes you back to that time. But if you just, if you've never seen it and now you go watch it, it might not be as, uh, I don't know, impactful. Right. I can see that. Blue pill, red pill. Yeah. I made a bunch of memes like that. And I'm a hypocrite now because I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> I just make the meme. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, so it's definitely Lord of the Rings. Elves are hot. They talk that little elvish. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm in, dude. They're mad All tall. the Lord dragons. 
hobbits talking freaking things. Can I just be? A, can I be a human? I don't want to be a hobbit. I think you can be whatever you want. I just want to be. A I'd human. be an elf. All the elves are tall. They're tall. They they're live like, forever. Yeah, that's why they think all the other race humans suck because they're basically babies. Yeah, they only live like sixty years when they live like six hundred. Yeah, pussy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Way to get cancer and die, pussy. Freaking, <laughs> yeah, idiot. <laughs> Prostate cancer. What's that? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Liv Tyler. Yeah. Fucking dime. Then, yeah. Definitely. Lord of the Rings, for sure. What's next? Wendy Williams, the barber. Wendy, uh-huh. Wendy the barber. Um, Fight, kill, chill. <laughs> Bob Saget, John Stamos, Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier. Okay. Mine's easy. And I'll let you go second. Mine's easy. I, I, I'm... Um, as much as we like Danny Tanner, and we all know here that I am a 1990s sitcom connoisseur. Connoisseur, okay? You know, Danny Tanner, Wake Up San Francisco. He had the whole thing going, right? But Bob Saget, my man's already gone. So we're going to kill Bob Saget, okay? Because you know what? Everybody's grieved. Everybody's over it. We're not going to upset any more people. We're going to chill, you know, um, with John Stamos because a he knows the Beach Boys, top shelf pussy, John Stamos hangs out with, you know what I mean. He's got great hair, still, still got good hair. Yeah, you know what I mean. He sings that he sings that one song, that, on Full House. You know, this is great. Uh, you know, I just feel like John Stamos is gonna be a funner hang. You know, he probably just does. I mean, even though I don't, he probably. Does blow every once in a while still. He's in that party scene. John's Damos. And then we're going to fight Dave Coulier because um, Canadian they dated Alanis Morissette. Did he really? He did in the 90s. The whole song's about him. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Her hit. The, oh, sweat. No one. shit about Dave Coulier. That's Dave Coulier. <laughs> yeah, you're breaking Alanis' heart. <laughs> yeah, you're <dude. laughs> uh, Remember when she was naked in that video? Yeah. That was wild. Uh Something about the 90s where you'd be like, man, ew, gross. But now I'm as I'm older, I'm like, that's eh, not so bad. Like, I used to think, <laughs> I used to think that in the 90s when Bill Clinton yeah. had his thing with Monica Lewinsky, yeah. I'd be like, I was like fifth grade. I'm like, oh, gross. This chick's ugly with her little top hat. What the fuck? Look at Monica now. <laughs> hey. She's getting cigared. On your knees, say a prayer, girl. You know she's what I'm saying? Like, she's hey, getting a Cuban. A fucking stain that dress. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> not a lot better looking than I gave her credit for in the 90s. Because I why? Because we were stuck on Pam Anderson. Yeah. We that, were comparing everybody to her. And Monica was not so bad. Um like this if you thought Monica was not so bad. <laughs> uh and then uh, Dave Coulier also is a hockey guy, so I think he likes to scrap a little bit. Yeah. And he has Mr. Woodchuck. You know? <laughs> so, like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck that guy. Let's fucking throw. You know what I mean? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chill with Bob Saget because he's a comed- actual comedian, and uh, his stand-up is fucking hilarious. And you get the credit of bringing back someone to life. Right. And, and he's loved by comedians that I love. So, mm. like, you know, he's uh, – and he, there's, he used to have, like, a, like during, like, the Girls Gone Wild area – era there was like bob saget party videos of yeah. like him out and about and just topless bitches and shit like that bob saget was a wild man like outside of full house norm mcdonald or bob saget gotta bring one back Ooh. bring him back 
Who you bring in? Norm. Norm was cool. Norm was the. There's a episode of Saturday Night Live that I remember when I was in like junior high that came out, and he there's like three skits with him in it that have stuck in my head to this day. One of them was like a. Uh, he was doing the the weekend update. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about the Clintons and he like, he tells a joke and people are like, Ooh, and he goes, what? The Clintons, they're murders. You didn't know that? Come on. And then, <laughs> and then he talks about Michael Jackson. He goes, what? He molests kids. You guys didn't know. Oh yeah. His, <laughs> com- his comedy was them. not, it was so much better when you're older. Yeah. And then, uh, there's an, ep- there's like a skit of like making fun of West side story, the fucking musical. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's the two gangs fighting the Puerto Ricans and the, the Italians or whatever. And he's like, um, going to start the fight and all of a sudden his he's like uh you know uh you know stinky get out here and the guy like they, there's music playing like piano music and the guy comes out from the trash can and he's dancing and he goes oh no that's not good <laughs> <laughs> and they start singing and whatnot and then he goes here's a song for you while you guys were singing and dancing i got stabbed by a puerto rican <laughs> or when you play sean connery in jeopardy <laughs> great yeah yeah or mcdonald come on back baby um, so uh so chill bob saget um Fight John Stamos and uh, and kill Collier. Kill Collier. Because I think if he's gone, no one's going to miss him. He, I, he could be gone now. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I think more people, at least what I'm aware of, more people miss Bob Saget than care about Dave Cooley not being dead. And I'm going to say this right now, low-key, the most attractive person to come out of that show, it's a tie between DJ and Stephanie. I haven't seen Stephanie. Stephanie adult. just had a birthday yesterday. Candace Cameron was pretty hot. Candace adult, Cameron's really still adult. pretty hot. Really into religion. So it's going to be. You know, oh, that's right. Her it's brother gonna was. going to be some serious missionary and like 15 dates <laughs> to get a finger in. You know what I'm saying? But. And when there's nothing wrong with that. Didn't you know? Stephanie do porn or some shit like that? I don't know. I think she got really into the drug game. Yeah. She got some bolt-ons. You know, she works out. She's definitely taking Pilates. Like, good for Jody Sweeten. Um, <laughs> uh, next question. Uh, Ecan2, what is the best detergent or way to wash your ghee odor-free? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you, Ecan2, woo, or whatever your name is. Uh, your boy don't do his own laundry. I'm married. I got you for this. I'm married. My wife does my laundry. I'm, we're a throwback in my house. She cooks. She does my laundry. I mow the lawn. Do the oil changes. This clean the how, pond. Clean the pond. This is how we do things at our house. Um, geese. I, so my washing machine has a sanitary setting. Uh, where it washes it with like super hot water. And, it, um, and it's like a two-hour cycle. It's like it takes forever. Yeah, I think we have that too. Um, so I hit sanitary setting and I'll throw like a scoop of OxyClean in with it. And you got it. The, I guess the important part, I hang dry them afterwards. Um, I, I saw, you know, yours go outside or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let them sit in the washing machine. As soon as they're done, pull them bitches out and hang them. OxyClean, the beard guy, not Henner. Um, <laughs> God, we got some shit for that. Poor oh. a scoop in the <laughs> oh, God, no. I'm not gonna do it again. I'm not gonna do it again. You got a lot of fucking hate for that. Oh. I thought it was hilarious. Dude. There's a lot of people that was like, you just good. don't understand the system. I guess not, dude. The guys like remember the guy in the gray in the striped belt? Yes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, my yeah. guy. Gay. Tell White, him, Kenny. Tell this him, dude Kenny. has a he's talking shit to Matt, a black belt, talking shit. Matt the black belt. 
you just don't understand. Da, 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 da. And then Matt goes, hey, look, you know, maybe when you when you're a higher belt someday, it'll make more sense to you. I, I I am a higher belt. And then we go and click on his profile picture and he has a white belt with a black stripe down the center of it, which is a fucking child's belt. It's a child's belt. It's a kid's belt. IBJJF just fucking made a thing like a year ago. Where were promotions? Epstein Island? <laughs> That's a child's belt, brother. It said a combatives belt and a combat. And I Googled it. It's like Gracie combatives belt. And it said, um, could be considered a blue belt. Well, just give them a blue belt. That's yeah. just proof that it's a fucking money grab. Yeah. yeah. They're trying to create middle belts between belts. Like, come right. on, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was pink belts. Great. Well, come on, man. Just get there's a camel belt. Not kidding you. What do you get for that? What what is the camo belt? fucking over the pants handy? One buyer. of these days, this podcast is gonna have a person on a computer and just be looking stuff up for us. Yes, a producer. One of these days, yeah, um, yeah. So no, also defense soap has detergent. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how it smells. We don't use that. I think we use Tide. Yeah, I like. I use regular defense soap for. I, I re- use regular defense soap for yeah. my body. Yeah, but for, after I train, but I don't. You know. So. They have wash, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, defense, if you want to send us some wash, or if any wash companies want to send us yeah. some wash to try. Yeah, we'll wash our balls with it. I'll give, I'll give it a <laughs> shot. What do we got? Dommy asks, can a blue belt give a private, or is he stealing from upper belts? I mean. I think that's dependent If he's on- taking money, you shouldn't. You should not be taking money as a blue belt. I um, think, um, I think, it, I think it should go based off of his professor's recommendation. If his professor's like, dude, no, don't. You know what I mean? Like, no professor's going to. Right. Well, Zach does. But yeah, I guess. I mean. But he, one, one he, gets, he does privates with mostly children. You know, little kids. Per- personally, I don't, I don't think blue belts should be given privates. Personally. Yeah. I think, you know, I just don't, you know, I just don't. I even feel hesitant about purple. I think, maybe bro- I think kids, brown. Maybe kids. Right? Yeah. I think blue belt should be down. If a blue belt knows something that I don't know, I'll ask him in the class, hey, bro, show me what you did here. Right. I have no problem doing that. But like to take money, but you know, but if you're part owner of the school or you're part of it's like your academy, then like, hey, man, like, and you, you know, I get, but yeah, I mean, I guess it comes down to like, are you willing to give him the money? If you're willing to pay this guy for the skill that he knows that you want knowledge from, right? Then that's between you and him. And so, yeah, I guess, if, 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 but, you know, I personally. Most privates are done in a gym, though, too. You know right. what I mean? So right. usually the professor wouldn't allow sign. it. Right. You have to sign off on it. Yeah. So if it's cool, if it's all good and you're, like, down to give this kid or whoever it is your money, go for it. Yeah. Like, they no shit. Some blue belts are fucking really good. Right. But you know what I mean? Yeah. And, if and they've like, been training since they were five and they're and another see, 17 and have a blue belt. So yeah, if they, if they got the skills, but to me personally, um, I would just ask the professor instead. Yeah. Cause that would, you know, if it's the same price. Now, if it's a discounted price right, for the blue belt, then I don't know. To me, I feel like, no, I would not. I would not want my blue belts giving privates if I had an academy because there's so much they don't know yet. Right. I think it's, I think it it would be good 
for brown belts to do so because the next step is being a professor and being a black belt. And if it comes to, to kids, though, right? yeah. kids is different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's kids. Like he's helping kids. Right. Or like they're helping kids class. Like because you can teach them different things. So I guess, but like adults, like I wouldn't want, like, because what if you teach them something wrong? Then that's on you. Right. Create a bad habit. Yeah. So, you think what I'm thinking, partner? Uh, aim for the bushes, my aim man. Aim for the damn bushes. Guys, thanks for everything. Thanks for all the followers and support. We're growing fast on YouTube. Our best YouTube to date was last week's yeah. podcast. Spotify is doing well. They're all doing well. We owe that all to you guys. Follow Freak Party PJJ. Yeah, change the name. On Instagram. He added the second J. Follow me <laughs> at Oast Nation BJJ. All platforms. We appreciate you guys, and we'll catch you on the next one. Oh.